Hello, good morning, good afternoon, evening, uh, wherever you may be listening in on this, if you're on a morning run or your workout or you're driving to work on your commute, I thank you for listening to Conversations with Ken O'Connick, episode number 10. I'm really uh, grateful for your participation and any bit of love that you're giving this podcast. If you're just listening in, Um, or if you've left a review, or you've shared this with a friend, I am grateful. I'm really excited to share with you today, uh, because I believe this is one that is just, it's, it, it has such joy in my heart, and I know it's something we need now more than ever, and so I want to share this and the traits that come along this with you today. And so, Conversations number 10 is going to be all about positivity and how do we achieve positivity uh, in oneself. And I think that inherently there is a lot of people that are positive. I believe that you may know someone or I may know someone that is maybe more or less a realist or a pessimist, maybe if they're that honest with themselves that they don't see the good in things, you know, they see bad in things. But This is what I can tell you to just get right to the core of it is a couple things. One, the most positive person in the world isn't always 100% positive all the time. And two, the most negative person in the world, the pessimistic person that you know, wasn't always negative. Nurture has created them to be. So if you're listening to this and maybe you're a more contextual person, you're an analytical person, you ask a lot of questions and you always see the root in things, there's been nurture in your life that has led you to that place and vice versa. If you're rubber, right, where everything bounces off of you, you're the most positive person in the world, you have the most energy in the world, you just love, you know, speaking into others and you love being optimistic, then nurture has allowed you to get there. And I think that understanding that root of it helps wherever you are in the scale of your positivity help you get a little bit of life that this is something you can grow if you want to. Now, if positivity isn't something that you're incredibly you know, passionate about or it's not something that you talk to yourself about or you think to yourself that it's something you want to do better or be better at, then skip this. And then, you know, it, it, this won't be valuable for you because you're not ready to listen to it. But for, if, for those that want to be more positive, have a more optimistic viewpoint, be less pessimistic, this is so valuable. And when I get into the positivity side of things, the reason why I'm sharing this is this is who I am. I, I like to think that I'm a very optimistic person. It takes a lot to bring me down. Don't get me wrong. I have down moments just like anyone else. Like I said before, the most positive person isn't always positive in moments. And it's because it's been something that's had to been refined. But at the same time, the pessimistic person, the person that isn't always optimistic is so valuable. Altering opinions is incredibly valuable to all people. That that context is so important. But I think that there's a way that that can be delivered that can bring value without 
you know, peeing on someone's fire, right? Or because we want to fan people's flame. And so that's the preface to this whole thing. Let's get into the root of it, the positivity, and how do we achieve this? And I think knowing now that it's something that has to be nurtured, it has to be something that you want to achieve, you got to have a scale, right, to reflect to. You know, I don't care if you rate it on a scale of 1 to 10. 1, you're the most pessimistic person in the world. 10, you're the most optimistic person in the world. You got to find out where you think you are because we got to know where baseline is, okay? And a quote that I love so much that I think will allow this to take root is I don't care if the glass is half full or half empty. There's too many people in this world that die of dehydration. So if there's water in the cup, take a drink and stop complaining. And that will give root to what I believe is how I look at positivity. So positivity is, for me, it's broken down into a couple things. It's your outwardly perspective of how you portray things, but it's also the inward perspective of which you talk to yourself and what you listen to. And so knowing that we have a massive amount of subconscious thoughts every single day, you know, I think the the last thing I read was it was like over 60,000 internal thoughts every single day. Like that's unreal to think about, 60,000 thoughts. You know you don't say 60,000 words. I probably say more than most because I talk a lot, but 60,000 is a lot. But the unfortunate part based on how we're grown up in life when it comes to the education system, how it's set up, our parents, you hear parents saying no to their children, can I have some candy? No. Can I get this toy? No. You know, can I, you know, skip school? No. You know, the no's stack up over time. So that starts to build this inherently negative framework that you have to work through. Part of my positivity is definitely came in from my parents. You know, I'm so fortunate to have parents that spoke life into me at all times, even through all the struggles that I had growing up, you know, with ADHD and not being the sharpest tool in the shed. But knowing that your subconscious is a framework of a lot of what is grown up in you, you need to know that you got to battle that part first. Because if you can't battle that inwardly negative or that response mechanism, the outward part is going to be a real big challenge, right? Because then the outward part is the second part, right? You have the internal and then the external, like, you know, what you portray to others, how you flip the script in others. And what I'm going to really dig into this with you is, is the internal part of positivity because the external part is really easy, right? It's easy to be positive on the outside. It is easy to be positive around others because there's an audience, because it's easier to be positive to someone else than it is yourself, right? Just like relationship advice. It is way easier to see the problem in in a relationship and tell the person what's going on and tell them, hey, this is what you need to do. But if you're in the relationship, it's a lot more challenging to make that change. So that same rule applies here in your framework of your subconscious and positivity. So knowing that, let's let's get to the more challenging piece because I think that's the most important, is how you talk to yourself. And what I've found is, is even me, I still think negative thoughts every single day. But 
I don't give life to those negative thoughts. And how I combat through those negative thoughts is I externally speak to myself. So I speak to myself more than I listen to myself is a quote that I learned a long time back and I've applied that over time. I speak to myself more than I listen to myself. So I have negative subconscious thoughts. I think negatively that I'm going to fail. I'm going to be bad at it. I'm not going to close this deal. I'm not going to I'm not going to get this hit. I mean, I don't all those things, but I'm like I am going to get this hit. I am going to close this sale. You know, I am more positive than this. Don't buy into your subconscious. And so I journal these things on a scale of 1 to 10. I I keep track of, you know, how good was I today internally and externally. You know, and so if I was on a scale of you know, one out of 10, I was a seven. What can I do better tomorrow to be a 7.2 or 7.5? And I put a goal in place, right? You know, when I'm negative about X tomorrow, I'm going to tell myself this. And over time, that simple reflection tool will change the way that you respond both to yourself, but then also situations. Because as I said, the people around you, it's easier to respond positively to. Now that's through the filter of you're responding positively to people in their situation. But what about being positive or remaining positive when we have negative subconscious thoughts and someone we're around is negative or they bring us down? That's a whole nother situation. And so that is in itself ties back into some other things that we've shared, right? You're, you are the sum of the people you spend most of your time with. Well, are the people that you're spending your time with negative? If they are, then you have to maybe potentially reflect on how much you allow those people into your life or allow those people to affect the way you think. To me, it's an ego thing in the fact that I want to control the way that I think 99% of the time because I want to be in control. I've said this before. I'm a control freak with my own perspective. I'm a control freak with my own outcome. I want to be in control because then I can control my trajectory. And so if someone's being negative outside of that, the best way that I can encourage you to to combat that is be positive. And I'll use the story that I was just talking about with my parents the other day. Unfortunately, they have a little bit of a turf war going on with a neighbor of theirs. And it's really unfortunate. And we're sitting out back, having a good time, you know, mingling, talking with my family. And these neighbors, children are going by. And apparently these are the children of the neighbors that my parents are having this scuffle or this situation with. And there's three daughters. Two of them are probably like in their teens, maybe 11, 12-ish. And one of them is much younger, like seven, six. And the two older daughters are ahead of the younger daughter, and they're all on bikes. And the two daughters are like throwing up the bird, their middle finger, right? I'm like, oh, my gosh, how can little girls have so much anger in them? I don't even think they know what they're doing. But they're throwing the bird at us because apparently the parents do not get along, my parents and their parents. And I was like, whoa. But what I did was just smile and waved. 
with happiness. And then the third daughter, the smallest one, probably not knowing any difference, just waved back. And then so after those kids gone by, I waved. My mom was like, oh, you shouldn't do that. You know, they're, they're bad neighbors. I'm like, but what do we gain by being negative back? Let's just be positive. Let's show them love, even if they're not going to show us love. Because at the end of the day, it's about how you feel by what you're doing, not what others do. And so hear the story. Um, I told my dad about the positivity, like how we need to respond with positivity, not negativity. Negativity only breeds negativity. And apparently this neighbor did something really awful. They threw nails out in front of my parents' driveway. And so my dad decided to do um, what I told him to do with positivity. And he took all the nails and picked them up in a bin and put them in the bin drove over to my neighbor's house or my parents' neighbor's house and gave the coffee bin full of nails to my neighbor saying, hey, I don't know if you know, but I think when you drove by, you dropped all these and I just wanted to pick those up because I didn't know if you needed them or something for a job you were doing, but here you go. Um, Hope you have a great day and walked away. The guy didn't even know how to react. It's kind of crazy, right? When you act super positive to someone that's negative, it kind of shocks them a little bit. And then, not a day later, my mom said that she was out back with my dad, and the three daughters went drove by, and they all three waved. Do you think something changed? I do. I think responding with positivity changed a negativity or an upset person. Now, this might not be a complete straight, you know, translation, but I think you get the point. When someone's negative and you respond positive to them, they can't, they don't know how to handle it. And the more you do it, the more potentially you affect some change in someone else. And then they can become positive. Most likely they're negative because of internal things that have already happened to them. Remember what I said at the beginning of this, the pessimist, the person that always relies in the past or has the context they they've had scar tissue that has led to that and the only way that you make true change is by to give love you know so for me in this story it's positivity but it's in any situation any negative you know circumstance right if it's the friend that you need to remove from your life don't just remove them right away try to respond with positivity maybe that they'll want to be more positive too You know, I think of the situation when my wife and I wanted to start, you know, a direct sales business, right? You know, network marketing. A lot of people have their opinions on it. You know, it's like, oh, it's a Ponzi scheme. It's a pyramid scam. You know, they're going to take all your money. It's the stupidest thing in the world. And all the negativity I got, you know, my mother, my best friend, even Chelsea, my wife at the time, all they had to say is it's not going to work. It's a dumb idea. They're going to take all your money. It's a pyramid scam. You're never going to make anything. It's going to be a waste of time. And all I did was just thank them for their perspective. Oh, my gosh, thank you so much for your perspective. I'll definitely take that for consideration. Or, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad that you brought that to my attention. I'm really thankful for that. And it didn't matter 
that the way they responded, you know, it was how I responded internally, right? I listened to my own internal voice as I responded to that negativity that happened. I wanted to know how that made me feel going back to my journal. And it ended up being the best thing that ever happened to our life at that time. Completely changed so many things for us, and I'm so thankful for that. But what if I allowed that negativity to alter the direction or the trajectory that I wanted to go? It might have changed a lot of things that, if I look back now, would have made it very unfortunate. So knowing, you know, that your voice is the voice that you want to listen to, then you need to. And maybe maybe you don't trust your voice. And so it would be really good to find other people to, that you trust in, that you know, that you care, that, you know, have your best interest in mind so you can bounce ideas off. Because you, the, where I am right now and the, the stories that I'm sharing or the things that I've gone through, is it, it's, it's taken time for me to build that up. But I know, knowing who I am, I wasn't always as positive as I am now. I did not have as much energy towards speaking life in others as I do now. And so it was something that was nurtured over time. Again, from my parents, again, the people that I chose to have in my life and where I am now. And so what you need to learn to do is know that there's inwardly and outwardly positivity and negativity. And you need to control that voice. Your subconscious is going to speak up in negative ways. You need to speak to yourself. External people are going to speak up in certain ways. You need to respond with positivity. I'll use these examples because it's something that I believe is kind of relative, right? There's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of stress. There's a lot of push and pull right now in our country. And I see a lot of people responding with force. I see a lot of people responding with negativity, with more negativity. And I think all we see happen is is more negativity, is more people being more negative or more boisterous about that situation. And if someone has a different perspective of me or someone wants to speak negatively to my direction, all I do is I respond with love and positivity. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so valuable. I never thought of it like that direction, but I'm glad you brought that to my attention and I'll take it in for consideration before I make my decision moving forward. Or, oh my gosh, that's such a great perspective. I love hearing that. Now, don't get me wrong. I do love hearing alternative perspectives, but never do I let someone else's voice be the dominant voice in my mind or my direction because then I may fall victim to other people's other people's circumstances. So that's a little bit of light on positivity, both externally and internally. This is something that's nurtured over time, and it's something that you can control if you choose to speak to yourself, if you choose to be a little weird and talk out loud when you're being negative. If you choose to be vulnerable and share your decisions with others, because you need to have a sounding board, right? And how you choose that person that you share this with is who is someone that is positive that you want to be positive with? Who is someone that you know that has great energy that you want to have energy like? Surround yourself with those people. And that really will go into that mentorship that you need to get to the next level, Because there are people 
that will speak ill will. They will speak negativity. And if if you remember or if you did listen back to the sum of five that I kind of shared with earlier is, is those people that are speaking negatively to you, are they where they want to, are they where you want to be? Are they the people you want to do? Do they have the energy you want to have? Do they live the life that you want to live? The, if the answer is yes to those, then maybe, maybe you want to consider listening to them. But I can promise you someone that's a negative, that's a pessimistic person, that lives in the past, not in the future, they may not have a lot of the things that you want to have. And so you may want to stand door or stand guard at the doors to your mind. It's a Jim Rohn quote. It's a really good one because a lot of people are going to give you a lot of trash and you got to be able to filter through that. And this process helps you with that because then you're going to give energy to an internal voice that'll speak up and give you a little like, you know, hairs on the back of your head saying like, I don't know if this is something I want to listen to. And it will start to shift your entire direction of how words affect you, how you can respond with love and positivity, how you can cultivate a positive internal voice and change all those things. Now, no, and this is really, and I don't want to end with this because I don't want to be like a Debbie Downer here, right? But there is a day and time the most positive person in the world will have negative thoughts. They will have fear that will creep in. They will have failure, but their ability to digest that, journal it, soundboard it with a mentor is the things that will help them move to the next step. You being paralyzed or you not working or processing or reflecting through any of those filters will enable you to go the opposite direction that you're trying to achieve. And so that is what I have for you today. I am so thankful that you guys are here. Episode 10 on positivity. I hope that it has provided lots of value for you as these things have provided so much value to me over the years. If you guys could, if, if I'd be so thankful if you guys could share this with a friend, you could leave a review. I mean, even 30 seconds, like this is an amazing podcast or wh- whatever. Or if it's not an amazing podcast, can you message me, please? What can I do better? This is something I am greatly, greatly passionate about. And I really want to grow in this. And so anything, any, any feedback you can give, I would appreciate. So guys, I hope you guys have a wonderful day, whatever you're doing. And I look forward to talking to you guys again soon. Bye.